You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Cherry's World. It is my favorite time of the year, you guys. Welcome to Cherry's World. It is football season. And today we will be talking to a Super Bowl champion, Mr. Billy Miller. We're going to talk about some predictions. We're going to talk about Jay-Z and this NFL thing. We are just going to talk about the NFL, okay? Because I haven't really been on the NFL for like a couple years now, but... Uh, is it time to give him a chance or is it not? I don't know. Sit down, stay tuned, get comfortable because we gonna have some discussions today. But first, we got to pay some bills. You know the drill. Saria here, Chief Green Alchemist at Going to Natural. Do you know it takes less than 30 seconds for your skin products to enter your bloodstream? Yeah, so knowing what's in them, super important. We know you want what's best for you and your family. And here at Going to Natural, so do we. We care about the environment, we care about the animals, and most importantly, we care about you. We offer free support for your healthy journey and love providing affordable, all-natural products that are responsibly sourced, cruelty-free, luxurious, and always made with love. We're not just a shop, we're a community, and we'd love to have you. Browse our collection of plant-based skincare products and natural tips and tricks at shop.goingtonatural.com. That's shop.going, the number two, natural.com. A conscious brand for a conscious community. Use code LOVEEARTH for 15% off your first order. Welcome to Cherry's World. Okay, as a grown adult, do you feel like you can cheat on somebody you were never married to? Good, right off the bat, like I didn't even stretch. Like, <laughs> okay, hold on. Do you feel like you can cheat on someone that you were never married to? Yeah, like you were just dating. If you were dating, uh, could you the, cheat? Yeah, the, yes. 
Yes. yes. Because I think, for example, women cheat emotionally, men cheat physically. So okay. for a woman, for sure, you can cheat. For a man, of course, right? Like I think both sides, but if you put it when, in the way you propose a question, women can for sure cheat. Mm-hmm. Because I think women cheat emotionally. Right. Women very rarely cheat, cheat, cheat just for the physical. Right. Hey, that's a good point. And I've seen, well, I've heard of women <laughs> taking men. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good pickup. That was like, <laughs> you cleaned it up quick. I like that. <laughs> I've heard, <laughs> no, seriously, I've heard of women taking men back for just having sex, random sex. But it's the, got, phone, it's the phone calls, it's the dinner dates, it's the, that's the stuff that, oh, you emotionally attached to this bitch? Oh, no, we, we can't come back from this. <laughs> Courtney, I got, I got homeboys who are married or in serious relationships where their girls go, if you just go hit something, yeah. Cool. But like you said, any phone conversations, any see her, anytime you embarrass me, oh, now yeah. we got a problem. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a problem. But yeah. if you just go out with the fellas and hit something, as long as I don't find out about it, like I'm really not tripping. Right. And, and from I'm I think what that causes is for men to actually be more selective or even not cheap. Yeah, it it really does from what I've heard. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Really? From what you from what I heard too, I say homeboys. It ain't me. But my homeboys, I'm saying homeboys. Yeah. I thought men should. Yeah, it ain't me for sure. Because let me tell you about this homegirl that I have. I have a homegirl who's bisexual who likes women, right? Okay, and I'm interested. She's married. Yeah, yeah, you didn't change the whole dynamic of conversation, but go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm painting a picture so you guys can understand. She's married and she, you know, she's okay with her and her husband having threesomes. But her and her husband actually ended up getting a divorce because that wasn't enough for him. He would still go outside of the marriage and sleep with random women. So yeah. if he's going to cheat, he's going to do it regardless. Yeah, I heard that if, you, if, you, if your wife says you can have a threesome, she has to pick the girl. Like you can't bring the girl to the table. That's that's what I was always told. My man, it's a it's a it's a again. I've heard there's a lot of rules to that. <laughs> there's a lot of rules to the threesome game. Yeah. A lot. So yeah. not only does she have to pick, like you got to be careful how you how you touch. You got to you got to be careful who gets the climax. You got to be careful. Like it's a lot of rules <laughs> to the threesome game with the girl. Yeah. Okay. Like. Go ahead. It's like going to the strip club with your girl. Like she can do whatever she wants to to the no, girl. No, no, she can get all the lap dances yeah. on the planet. You your ass better not get none. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, you go to the strip club. You can't do. You can't touch nothing. They can. They can do whatever in there. You can't touch no, nothing. That's not fair. I've been to the strip club with people that I dated, and they can wild out. We're in a strip club. No, I'm talking about the security won't let you do it. <laughs> oh. mm. Mm. <laughs> What I've heard. This is what I've heard. Even, even, the, even the women, like, you just got to be careful because I think that we're in an age now where everybody wants to be a little bit more experimental with their sexuality. You got people who are saying, I'm not sure I'm a man or a female. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. You got all of this stuff, right? But at the end of the day, when it smacks you in the face, it's different. Right. So then like you could your girl can say, I don't care, let's go, throw dollars, a girl can grind on you. But then when you're watching it, 
oh, that's different. Mm-hmm. It sounds good in theory. That's but not when it really fair. goes down. That's not it's fair. not fair. But but here's the thing. But here's the thing, Cherry. To be honest with you, if we went to a male strip club, and then the dude is smacking you in the face with his penis, I wouldn't be comfortable. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I don't. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? I don't like those. So like it, it, there is a double standard between men and between men and women because no man is gonna sit there and At be all. like, yeah, like rub your balls on my girl's chest. Like that's not going down. Like you'd be trying to fight an excuse my language. You'd be yeah. trying to fight a brother outside the club. Like that's not gonna happen. Right. So okay. there's a double standard. And if you don't understand the double standard, then you're in trouble. But if you don't even understand the double standard in respect to your girl, there's a problem. But don't so for we your girl, you have to even understand if she can say. You can do whatever you want, but you still have to have an understanding and a respect for her. Have to. But Billy, don't we know that before we go in? Because I personally don't like male strip clubs because I don't want balls in my face and I don't like them putting their penis all on me. I think it's nasty, so I don't go. You know, if I go, I'm like way far in the back because I've been to bachelorette parties and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like way far in the back where I'm unreachable. But okay, if- hey, mm-hmm. can you stop right there? I got a question I need to ask you about bachelorette parties. Um, sure. What goes on at bachelorette parties? Like, uh, seriously, tell okay. me what really goes on. Let me put it like this. I've been to a bachelor party because all my friends have always been men. And I've been to a bachelorette party. Um, some of them are pretty much the same. We'll just leave it like that. Oh, damn. Damn, why did you tell me that? <laughs> some, of them, some of them are clean. And some, you know, like my sister-in-law, I wanted to go her a bachelorette party and she completely refused. And I was like, you know, you're going to marry my brother. I think you should go and have fun. And she was like, oh, you're a wild girl. I don't think I can hang out with you. And she wouldn't go. So does a bachelorette get, get any sexual favors? I don't know. Does what? What? Are oh. you really asking? Are you, are you about to get married, bro, bro? Or like, what's, what's no, I'm already married. I, I want to know what goes on in the bachelorette party. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know you, so I can't get, get all it. Like, come on, bro. Okay, it's so like, <laughs> Terry, can you put him on game so I'm not the bad guy? He's trying to he's trying to save your heart. I'll put it to you like this. <laughs> I've been to different kind of bachelorette parties, okay? One was tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets. And the other one oh, got wild. I'll just say that. The other one got wild. There were male strippers and there were female strippers and it was it was a night. It was an orgy. It was a big ass orgy, yeah. It was a night and I took everybody's fucking self off. Let's just put it like that. No, you're a good friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Let's start our interview. Ladies and gentlemen. I didn't, first of all, I ain't say nothing. Let's clear it up. I ain't say nothing about nothing. I ain't had nothing to do with this conversation. I'm oh, just glad man. that there's an understanding of everybody know who, who they married. You know who you married, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who she married. And listen, both of y'all could be be the best Christians on the planet, so this, this could not apply. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you know who you married, and and you got to accept that. That's 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 the bottom line. Nice. I was married for a very long time to a heathen, <laughs> but I knew who I married. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to roll with it. She that's was the devil, opinion. but but she like she never changed who she was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like by the time how old are you? Uh, I'm 39. All right, I'm 42. So you too old too. 
we too old to be trying to change people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that's just, that's over. Right. And your wife is probably a good, outstanding citizen who loves Jesus and votes for Barack Obama and not Donald Trump. Like, we all on the same page. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the other side, there's some women who ain't like that. And they'll tell it. And the women I respect to tell you what's what from jump. Yeah. This is who I am. And just like a woman respects a man and say, this is who I am from jump. We just try to put on this face like we something different because I want to fall in love and it's cuddly and it's like, you know, Care Bears and shit. Like, that's not real. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry, Cherry. I'm done no, with that. I, you know what? I love it. And I was going to introduce you, but I have other stuff to ask you now. Okay. So you said you were married to a heathen. Which is awesome. You knew what you married, but did you expect for the heathen to turn into an angel once you were married? Mm. I I expected that through the experience of my career, the journey that we took, that this person would conform to my idea of what she could be. Now, listen to me. If you could capitalize could, that's what I would do. Like, as a man, you go like, well, I can change X, Y, and Z, and then she'll be perfect. That was my mistake as a 23-year-old kid. This is what she could be. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. So then you, you have this ideology of, like, all of these things will, will just conform her to, to me. It's not true. Right? I did more conforming than she did. Yeah. So, therefore, so, therefore, like, when you look back at it, I can't even be mad at her. She came into it the exact same person that she went out in it. Didn't so you, change. You married who she could be, not who she was. And I heard that that's like, oh. that's how you know what real love is versus what's not real love. Would you marry who is who they are? When you can accept yeah. somebody for who they are, flaws and all, and you still love them anyway. Exactly. Well, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Wow. Me too. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to Mr. Billy Miller. I named this show The American Dream, and the reason why is because Billy has truly lived his American dream. And not only did he live his American dream, but everybody knew that knew him lived it with him. Because we all had the same dreams and aspirations for him once we got to know him. Um, so Courtney, just to put you up on game and our listeners, Billy Miller was like the first thing in love of my life, but he left me for a white girl. Whoa. Whoa. Bro, bro. Carrie knows that's not true. And so Whoa. we even talked about it, and she knows it's not true. See how she's going to try to put me on blast now? Man. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I don't like white women. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. But Carrie did wrong for that, because she know damn well she broke up with me. Probably for Urkel and somebody else. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't Urkel, but go ahead. I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it was, but you know damn well she broke up me. And that's cool. Like, I ain't tripping. Let bygones be bygones. Listen, I love Charity to death. She's always been a sister to me. She's always been somebody close to my heart. Right. I love her to death. But don't, this whole broke up me for a white girl thing. And again, white women who listen, I'm not being biased. But no. I'm saying she ain't telling the truth. He loves white women. Now, okay, so I, I, my recollection is not always the best. And I will stick up for Billy and say, I probably did break up with him. I was, <laughs> I, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know Billy to ever be a liar. 
Oh, okay, that's good. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly what it was. And this is the truth, because this, this sounds like an adult show. Yes. yes, it is. I was coming from, like, Cherry Johnson was always, like, the movie star, the TV star. She was, she was a little bit sheltered. I grew up in South Central L.A., <laughs> and I grew up a lot faster than I should have. I was having sex at 12. Oh. So by the time I met Cherry, I'm, I'm ready to get action. Like, I'm ready, like, what's up? Mm-hmm. She's my girlfriend. So I'm like, if you're my girl, then we need to be out. And Cherry wasn't there yet. And to no. her credit, she, we, we, never, we never did more than just, as someone would say, now hook up. Yeah. She was a good girl and is a good girl. Sorry, the was makes it sound weird. Thank you. She is a good girl. And, and that situation just never happened. And I think that that, at the time, because I was young and immature, it pulled us vastly away from each other because I wanted more because I was used to it already by three or four years. Mm. He scared the shit out of me. That's dope. So, <laughs> so like for her, like it, she, she, she had every right to say, you're too much. Like you're, you're too fast. You're too, I'm not there yet. So she had every right to break up with me, but it wasn't like, listen, at the time I had never touched a white woman a day in my life. Once Cherry hurt me, then the white woman was exposed and it was over and I couldn't help him. Wait, not only just hurt him, but he went to my elementary school best friend. Oh. That's the white woman. I didn't know that. The shit get real on here, boy. (laughs) Hey, you didn't even know what you was walking into, bro, bro. You know what I'm saying? I sure didn't. (laughs) You just thought I was just another dude that you'd be like, he was cool. Well, who's next? You know what I'm saying? Where's Cedric <laughs> Chabalas? Let's bring Cedric Chabalas back. Like, let's do something else. Yeah. You know what I'm I mean, I mean, this, this, I, I don't even want to ask, ask my questions now. I, <laughs> no, I have to give Billy a hard time because it's like a banter, and anybody that I know, the people from high school are gonna listen to this, and they're gonna laugh because they went through this journey with Billy and I. And even though, um, yeah, I think we both broke each other's hearts at one point. There's an undeniable love that will forever be there. Like, I still don't know if Billy knows that I was at 90% of his home games when he played for USC cheering him on. Wow. USC. I did not know that. I did not know yeah. that. I was there when you made your first touchdown. I was there when Keyshawn Johnson came out. Billy Miller went in. And boy, oh boy, we used to have a joke. Um, in the bleachers, because I'd be like, if Billy scores, then the team ain't got no chance. USC got this. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let I'm me ask you, can ask you a question, Billy. Like young and the rest right now. Yeah, right, it really I'm, I'm is. Ready, let me ask you a question. What was it like mm-hmm. for you uh, going to high school with someone that's on TV? Um. So let me explain to you. Like, I have to give you a little bit of backstory before I answer the question, not because I like to talk too much, but. Um, I am in a, I am in a good mood, but so you got to think, bro. Like I, I'm fair skinned, and when I say fair skinned, if I get pulled over, I can say dude enough to get passed for white. I'm fair skinned. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I can give the vernacular to get out of a ticket. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, like I grew up in South Central LA, on Second Avenue and Slauson, like in the hood, like not pretend hood, like in the hood. I believe. And so for me, I grew up the white boy. Mm. So you have to understand, besides my grandmother and my mom, I did not know another white person Ah. until I was 13 years old. Okay. 
Oh, his and mom. I wouldn't even say no. <clears throat> I wouldn't even say no. I'm not sure I remember seeing another white person besides on TV. Wow. But, but, boy, everybody watched Fogey Brewster. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not even being funny. I know, like, I don't know how Cherry feels about it, but like, that's facts. Like, that was, that was a American show. That was like the Cosby's. I, that was a show that you just watched. She's a legend. Everybody watched. What'd you say? She's a legend. Absolutely. So then I move. So now I go from the white boy to the only nigga. <laughs> now, Cherry can attest to this. There was only five of us. Yes. Yes, absolutely. In a school of 2000. She said yeah. the only nigga. Five. So yeah. I go from the white boy who has to fight at the time of 13, this is no joke, and I don't say this for kudos, like, for example, yeah. because of my skin tone, I, 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 by the time I was 13, I probably gotten 70 fights. Damn. Walking from the bus, like, because I was tall and I was big, and so if you can check Billy, then you control the rest of that grade. You know how that goes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, if you're in the sixth grade, you want to check the fifth graders, you pick on the biggest nigga, excuse me, what was right. the grown show? Excuse yeah. my language, though. You pick on the yeah. biggest cat. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, now you check everybody. So I was always a dude. I was fighting. I probably got three fights a week. Aww. Defending myself or something. I'm like, bro, my, my dad, my, like, my dad's a gangster. <clears throat> my uncle's so dope. My other uncle runs Grape Street. Like, my other uncle runs Hoover. Like, I'm like, I'm, what are you talking about? Right. And no, everybody about my family was like, this is how it is. Figure it out. So then to go to Westlake, oh, like uncomfortable. Now what happened was I went, I wouldn't even say a growth spurt, I went through an athletic spurt. Uh -huh. Where I became a really good athlete by my freshman year. Really good. Amazing. And so what happened was now I was accepted, but never really brought into the fold. They accepted me because I could play ball. Right. But never, I had one friend, still my best friend today. His name is Ryan Dyer. That's my guy. Yeah. But besides that, everybody else accepted me because I could help the school. Right. I, I, I was something special. But for me, I was still looking for a black girl. Hello? I wasn't trying to mess with, I wasn't, I wasn't to mess with no white girls. Right. So then I meet Cherry. And I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. Like, again, I'm from, like, if anybody grew up in the hood, like, meeting somebody who's on television was like, like, she had an aura around her. Yeah. Now, she didn't act like that. She, right. didn't, she didn't portray herself like that. She didn't come off with no cockiness. She didn't, like, nothing about her. Right. But still, like, this is Cherry. Damn, she thinks I'm cute. Like, well, damn, like, this, like, we good. Right. So then coming there to answer your question, to date someone like that, everybody knew her and everybody knew me. Now, if she would have not broke up with me, we could have been a power couple at Westlake, but she was tripping. She was dating Urkel or something. I don't know what she was doing. Urkel. I'm pretty I sure it wasn't Urkel. I was not ready to give she, up. She didn't, listen, she, she never touched that dude. I just like to say it to tease her. But like <laughs> for her, I think that it was just, again, I was too fast. I wanted something that, that she wasn't ready for. And she, and she had, she was justified by what she did. But for oh. me, it was like, 
at first I was in awe, and then after that it became just her. Yeah. Met her mom. Her mom was amazing. Like, amazing, amazing. I loved her mom. Her mom loved me. Like, it was cool. Like, everything was good. Yeah. And then it just, you know, just what it is what it is. Yeah, she definitely, ain't, she definitely ain't her character. I, I'm learning that. Like, she's no. definitely not her character. No. Never. She's never been that way, though. Right. She's I'm, always been, she's always been so relatable and down to earth. Yeah. That it kind of, like, is weird, right? Like, because Too she was making money when I, when I was still stealing from the grocery store. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's crazy how down to earth she was and how, this sounds weird, but how in touch she was with being black at that time. Mm. Oh, yeah, I love my blackness. That's why I, Billy came to the school. I was like, oh, and he's not short and he's fresh meat. I'm getting that. I didn't know what I was going to do. I got to be funny. I didn't know what to do with it. You know what I'm saying? But, I was excited. And then what a lot of people don't realize is not only did Billy and I go to school together, Billy's dad worked at Sony. Oh. So I would see his dad almost every day when I went to work. And his dad would be like, hey, baby girl, you done? I'd be like, hi, daddy. How are you? So in my head, I grew up thinking, oh, Billy will be my husband one day. We're going to have this happy little family. And you know, he comes from great stock. His mom actually gave me my first little relationship advice, Billy. I don't even think you know that. I don't. She always doing that shit, though. But let me hear <laughs> this, because I need to call her in a minute anyway. You, you know what your mama told me? Hmm. Don't worry about that girl. He just chasing that fast-ass white girl. He'll be back. <laughs> and my mom's white. His mom is white. <laughs> That's what his mama told me. And I told her, you think so? And she said, yeah, he'll be back. And I love it. His, his mom is a G. That's funny. My mom, so my mom went to Crenshaw High School as the only white girl at Crenshaw High School. Wow. <laughs> so my, the, my, mom, my mom was in the RME group when she was in high school. She was in the like RME my, group? Like my mom was like Tina Marie. Like, we all know Tina. If you've grown and you sexy, you know who Tina Marie is. Like, yeah, hell yeah. My, my mom was like, like, my mom came to my house last week and cooked me pinto beans, uh, red beans and rice, greens, and yes. fried chicken. Like, my mom gets down. Like, yes. she, if you close your eyes, you wouldn't even know my mom was white. And when I say white, Kent Tan is the whitest woman on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll cuss but, your ass out and through. Yeah, yeah nah, she don't get down like that, though. <laughs> She's a sweetheart, though. Like, she, she's, that's mama. That's always going to be mama. So, I'm yeah. sorry. We didn't spend enough talking about me and you. What's My that? bad. Sorry. I'm long-winded with the questions, but I had to get the backstory. I apologize. No. Yeah. The backstory I enjoyed it. <laughs> and this is called Cherry's World. So, my whole purpose of this is to give people an opportunity to kind of get to know me and what's important in my life. So, that's why you're here today, because Mr. Billy Miller has always been important in my life. He told you guys that, that he was a great athlete. What he didn't tell you guys is not only did the boy play uh, football, he was an amazing basketball player, too, to the point where I believe it was your junior year, Billy, they made you pick? Yeah, so I don't like – I like joking around, but I like talking about myself, but basketball was my first love. Really? And so I grew fast, right? So I was like uh, – like – I could dunk a basketball in the seventh grade. 
And when I say dunking basketball, I'm not barely put over when like I can go, right? Because again, when you live uh, like under or at the poverty line, I didn't have a basketball. So we would just go to the park with rocks and see if you could dunk the rock. And if you couldn't dunk the rock, like you was get embarrassed. Like, you know, bros in the hood, like it's all about bounce. Right. Can you jump? Can you jump? Can you jump? So when I got to Westlake, this, this is a real story. My freshman year, um, we ran a play. It was alley play. At that time, no one in the history of Westlake High School had dunked a basketball. <laughs> we went no one had dunked a bat, bro. This is 1991, 1990, like something like no one had dunked a basketball. Now the school had only been in existence since like maybe 79. But no one had dunked a basketball. Man. So I'm at a freshman game. They asked me to play varsity. And I was like, nah, I want to stick with the homies because yeah. I still didn't trust white people. Now, again, <laughs> like I still live in Westlake, love white people to death. Don't get me wrong. But at the time, it was, it was my mentality. And so I wanted to stick with the white people I knew. And so the first game I dunked a basketball, and it's on the cover, cover of the Daily News. I'm on a freshman team. When's the last time somebody's on a freshman team? Is on a cover. Like, that don't happen. Right. <clears throat> and I just got done. Sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm giving a story. Being on the cover of the LA Times as a freshman football player. Damn. At Westlake. A freshman football player. Yes. Not and, playing varsity. A right. freshman playing freshman. Because at the time, you had to be a certain age in order to play varsity. Right. I was young. I was 14. So unless you were 15, you couldn't play varsity. So for me, I was like, although this is weird, like this is kind of dope. Oh, uh, yeah. But, bas- but basketball is my first love. My son, who's now 6'5", he's, he's going to be a so- – well, he is a sophomore. Should be starting school Wednesday. Jeez. He's 6'5". He's skinny as all outdoors, but – I, I, I enjoy watching him play basketball more than I like watching any football, more than I like anything, besides watching my daughter play softball, which I never thought I liked softball before. But it's, it's, it's a uh, – that's my love. Like, if I had an opportunity to go to Super Bowl or to go floor seats to a Laker game, I'm going to a Laker game. <laughs> about Super Bowl. I mean, especially, if the Lakers, especially if the Lakers playing it, I'm there. 50-yard line of floor seats of the Lakers game. You're telling me you're taking floor seats? And I'm a big Lakers fan. I will take 10th row basketball tickets mm-hmm. over the sideline standing next to the head coach in the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. It ain't even close. Yeah. And if, if I love basketball. And for everybody listening, when he's saying he was on the cover of the newspaper, imagine being on – on on baller alert or shade room, that's what that's what being on the cover of uh, <laughs> of, of, of you know what I mean because that's a Bruh. big deal to be cover of a newspaper or anything for as a freshman. That's a big deal. L- listen to me, I now laugh because as you know, you know because you're a Laker fan. Yeah, little Bronny, LeBron's son. Yeah, you cannot open your Instagram without seeing this kid. You right. cannot. Right. Can you imagine? If we had social media when I was growing up, first of all, oh I'd have been done because I got in way too much trouble. <laughs> I'd have been in jail. I'd have been in jail for sure. But we didn't have social media. So in order to be 
The L.A. Times covers all of L.A. County, which is huge, and I'm in Ventura County. Right. So in order to do that, you're saying something that at that time, I was more important than what the Raiders, the Rams, USC, or UCLA was doing. That's a big fucking deal, man. And it was crazy because before that, I was just like the white kid coming from South Central L.A. Listen, this is a true story. My seventh grade football team, Carson Colts and Carson, mm-hmm. we had 12 players. Seven made it to the NFL. Wow. Wow. Seven players on a 12-person team Damn. made it to the NFL. And if, you, and if any of them, Gerald Redmond, like I can go down the list, Eric Whitfield, if any of these players look back and be like, Billy ain't going to make it. And I played the longest. Hmm. And not because I'm bragging. Yeah. It's just crazy how the turn of events happened. I didn't know. These, you, dudes were, these dudes were monsters. I didn't know you played and with was, E-Rich. Man, I, like, <clears throat> and Carson at the time, the Carson Colts were it. So it's like, you know, a modern day, well, you, you guys are in Atlanta. Modern day now in California is everything. St. John Bosco, modern day, like, it was like Carson Colts were, were it. it was a center of California. Like you either went to Carson or Banning. That was it. Mm. And so That's those two schools were, were it. So if you played in the, the little league of them, then you were supposed to filter into the high school. So everybody talked about it. Everybody was aware of it. Um, football was big then, not like it is now. But it was a big deal. Yeah. And so for seven dudes, off that team to go to the league is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So that that's more than half the team went to the league. Right. On a seventh grade team. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Who I mean, who would have thought that? Like all y'all make it to the to the very top together. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. So I have a question, Billy. We've been talking about parents of student athletes and notes that parents need to take. Um, Coach Banker was really instrumental in your high school football career and helping you get to where he wanted you to go and where you wanted to go. So much to the point where I was told by Coach Banker, you were to leave Billy Miller alone. You were not to date him ever again until he gets out of school. Um, can you just talk to the parents about some of the ways that your coach actually helped you? Succeed? Well, so <clears throat> I have a lot of mixed emotions about Coach Banker <clears throat> now as an adult. But again, you have to think, Coach Banker was probably, Cherry, what would you say, 26 years old when he, when he was coaching? He was, a, he was young. He was young, right? yeah. And so then just imagine if anybody, if we, if we coach a basketball team and all of a sudden you get this young phenom and I'm not, again, I know I'm coming off different than I am. I'm super humble. I really am. I don't need to your own horn, bro. You you deserve it. Look, Billy, I didn't have an ego for you since you was in the ninth grade. So you want me to do it? Hey, you know what they say? (laughs) If you don't toot your own horn, sometimes you won't hear a sound. You're right. So all of a sudden he gets something that he's never seen before. Yeah. So he treats me differently. And 
I feel that you always have to be careful in general. This is not about Coach Benford. If a coach is using a kid for his own benefit, there's a problem. Yeah. I coach high school football, right? I don't take a check for it. <clears throat> not because I don't need it, which I don't, but because this is about the kids. Yeah. I, I got off the phone. The reason I was late, I just got off the phone with the college, getting the kid a scholarship. Oh, like, okay. like to me, to me, it's about them. Like I've had my journey. God blessed me athletically. Now he's still blessing me, yeah. but it's different now. So for me, my opportunity is to give back to these kids, right? So now when you talk about a parent and trying to raise a kid and coaches, do, do I think Coach Baker helped me? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I think that that coach uh, poured everything he had into me because I was his way to get notoriety as it was my way to get to USC. Listen, I came in not understand what grades meant. Not not fully understanding how important it like getting a 3.0 was. Yeah. Not understanding the qualifications that it takes to get to college. Not understanding you don't want to go to JC, you have to take this class and this class. Like all of those things he was instrumental in. Right? Athletically, come on, man. I was me. Yeah. I was the I was the number two player in the country behind Randy Moss. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like it went Randy Moss receiver, Billy Miller receiver. So, so did, did he get me there? Nope, I did that. Yeah. Did he guide me correctly? He absolutely did. So when he coaches says, I'm going to get your kid a scholarship. No, he's not. You are going to get you a scholarship. Right. Ain't no coach going to do nothing for you. Right. You have to go get it. Now, the yeah. coach can make phone calls and he can help you make sure your grades are good. Make sure you stay out of trouble. Make sure, you know, you date the right girls. So, Cherry, I'm sorry if he said that to you. He was wrong. But the coaches are there to guide the right people. Now, there's times when you got a kid that's not quite as good, and you need to get him a scholarship to Cal Poly. I know no one understands that in Atlanta. Y'all know no clue what that is. But it's smaller schools. Okay. That's where the work comes in as a coach. Is the kid who's not, who's good, but not quite there? Right. Are you getting? Are you fulfilling his dreams? Right. Not Randy Moss. Not Tom Brady. Not Drew Brees. Not Marshawn Lynch. Right. The kid that the 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 kid that's not quite there, but has potential. Are you working for him? That's a good coach. Now, again, on my high school team. And tiny old Westlake, we had three dudes go to the NFL. Me, Craig Lindy, Eric Gunther. Which is still crazy for when I talk about Westlake, Westlake is the size of, I don't even know what size towns, maybe 50 square blocks. Okay. Westlake is tiny. Yeah, it is. Now, it's rich as hell. Like yeah. you're not getting into Westlake if you don't make if if you don't make seven fifty, you're not living here. Oh wow. <laughs> you you're not living here. It's impossible. Damn. Damn. In Westlake. So think about think about Calabasas, Drake, Kanye, blah, blah, blah. That's all like in the same area. 
Lake Sherwood. So every old rock star, every producer, Jimmy Jam, to, like this area is very rich. You're not starting a family in Westlake. You're starting <laughs> yeah. a family in Encino, and then you move to Westlake. You can't find a teardown for under 900,000. It's a, it's a different environment. Yeah. It, it, like, so out here, and I make that point to say, we both connected at the right time, me and my coach. We both connected at the same time. I elevated his career. He elevated mine. Sure to answer your question? Absolutely. Coaching kids today, you said you just got off the phone helping a kid get a scholarship. What are the things that parents could look for to know that their kid has the right coach? Say that again. So I understand the question. What, what are the attributes that a parent would look for if, they, if their kid aspires to go to the NFL or the NBA? What mm -hmm. kind of coach do they want their kid to play for? Very simple answer. Stop thinking your kid's going to the NBA or NFL. Maybe. Stop. Stop thinking that your kid is, is special. Because, again, the kids I'm surrounded with, whether Oaks Christian, Westlake, Sierra, like all these great schools, like, right, like in our area, they're, they're, they're unbelievable. The chance of your kid actually making it to the NFL is 0.001%. So, therefore, how do I get my kid to – like my son, let me give you an example. My son. My son is 6'5". He's going to start on a, on a basketball team, and he's going to be a sophomore. You know what we talk about every single day? MIT. We don't talk about playing basketball in the NFL. We talk about him. He speaks fluent Chinese already. Oh. We talk wow. about my son driving a Ferrari at 24 years old and traveling to China and being a boss, we don't talk about the NBA. That's now, awesome. my son, I don't think, God bless him, is there yet. But the fact that these parents need to stop pressing their kids for the big picture. Because to be honest with you, I am 42 years old. Played football until I was 34 years old, 11 years in the NFL. Nice. If one thing I regret is not taking school seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So if you change the mentality of your child to say, in order for you to be successful, get an education, we would stop having, I don't want to make this a different podcast. <clears throat> we would change the black mentality. College is the goal. Not being a rapper, right. playing basketball, not playing football, not doing all this, this social media shit. Yeah. Actually going to school and changing it from the inside out. It, yeah. It's like when everybody's mad at Jay-Z. That was going my to next NFL, question. Yeah. Like, stop. You cannot yeah. change anything. Social injustice or nothing from the outside. They laugh at you. And we know who they is. Yeah. They I'm, laugh at you. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I was going to ask you about that. Because – it's perfect timing. I'm like I said, I'm always amazed by who Cherry knows and stuff like that. It's perfect timing. So with all this stuff that's going on, uh, past couple of weeks with Colin Kaepernick and Jay Z partnering with the NFL. So from a from a NFL player standpoint, because well, how do you feel about all this? 
What, what part are we talking about? We're talking about Kaepernick. We're talking about Jay-Z. We're talking about J.D. Because I know J.D. is a hot topic right now, too. Well, well, like, I, found out, I found out the J.D. stuff was, was – uh, J.D. actually – It was fake. Yeah, it was fake news. But I hate to say fake news. I don't want to sound like Trump, but it was fake. <laughs> but, uh, it, was, it, it wasn't true. Yeah, it wasn't true. So, but like – well, okay, can I? I'll, 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 it's, we're interviewing you, but let me just give you this timetable for everybody that's listening. No, it's, listen, bro. I, I want to know you as much as you want to know me, I promise. Yeah, and, and for the listeners too, because a lot of people don't know the full timetable. And you can correct me because I'm sure you probably know a lot more than me. But Colin Kaepernick came back that season. He lost his coach. Harbaugh went to Michigan. So he had a. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick ended up having a new coach. So. Mm-hmm. He got benched, <laughs> and he when he got benched, he was he got caught sitting down on the bench during the national anthem. The media came to him after the game and asked, "Why were you sitting down during the national anthem?" The media was looking for him to say, "Because I'm a, a poor loser or whatever like that." He flipped the script and said, "No, I'm sitting down for, you know, injustice toward black men being killed unlawfully," and that was his story. Then a military veteran came to him and told him, you do not sit, sit down. That's disrespect. You are informed. I like it. Yeah. He said this. He all, said, uh, thus far, all true story. Okay. And a military vet came to him and said, do not sit down. That's disrespectful to the flag. If you want to yep. show respect, take a knee. So he started yep. taking a knee, and that's what led to that. Now, yep. after this, now he a actually- Marine. A Marine, Marine that who has right. served a lot of tours. Exactly. Not and just a normal dude that just fell out of training camp. Right. A real dude. So go then, ahead. I'm sorry. Now here's other. No, no, don't apologize. And then the other part is, Colin actually came back later on that season and played two games as a starter. As a starter. He had a player option to come back to the 49ers. He tested free agency. And he never got a call back. Now, remember the, remember during that year, he was wearing pigs on his socks as the cops and stuff like that. He was also, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is what he was doing. And then also he had a chance to go to the Baltimore Ravens. His fiance said that Ray Lewis and the owner was Leonardo DiCaprio and Samuel Jackson from Django, the Uncle Tom character. So they, they didn't want nothing to do with him. He had a chance to go to, the Miami how, 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 Hold on. I'm going to cut you off. How long y'all got? Because this, this question. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna Jay, I shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't I? <laughs> no, 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 no. Bro, bro. The bro, bro. Like, I like it. Like, here's the problem. She is the problem. <laughs> Why you say that? So, I'm going to let you finish, and then I'm going to go. But I want it because I got concussion issues. I just had to interrupt you. Okay. She is a problem. Oh, Colin's, anyway, Colin's girlfriend. You're talking about Colin's girlfriend. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought you were talking about chair. I didn't know who you're talking about for. Oh, me? No, no, yeah, no. no. <laughs> and, and, the re- and the reason why I'm breaking this down, because I know we're going to make a point, and I want people to have the the exact facts, because they may, they want to make it seem like Jay-Z is stopping Colin Kaepernick from getting a job. Oh. And he had four <laughs> opportunities that he didn't. That he also, went, he also went, as you remember, he also went to Seattle. Yes. And Seattle said, listen, we like you. We want you to have a job, and you have an opportunity to, to, to press our starter, which was Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. You yeah. have an opportunity to, at minimum, make $3 million. 
Let me repeat that in capital letters. Three million dollars to Facts. back him up if it doesn't work. Facts. Right? Facts. Those are and facts. And my man said, my man said no, because they said, well, you still taking me. Now, I, that's another story that which I will get into. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick has had an opportunity to have a job. Multiple times. Are you hold on? Before I start, my man, I'm sorry. Are you done? Pretty much, I was going to just say what happened to him down in Miami. He had a, a chance to go to Miami. He wore a Castro sure shirt is. down yep. there. So you can't do that. You can't wear a Castro nope. shirt down in Miami. Like, Not in Miami. You can uh, do that in L.A. Yeah. See, in L.A. is fashion. In no, Miami, it's a problem. And see, I don't want to come. I don't want us to come across as like we're piling on Colin Kaepernick. We're listing nope. facts. These are this. This is what really happened. I'm not saying he was wrong or right. I'm just saying this is what really happened. If you ask, mm-hmm. Jay-Z has nothing to do with why he doesn't have a job. And, and and why you guys doing this, I'm Googling the girlfriend, because this bitch better be bad. Oh, she's, she's a motherfucker, Cherry. Uh, uh, she, she's something to deal with. But that's pretty much it, man. I wanted to lay that out for the listeners and Cherry or anybody else that didn't know all that. And mm-hmm. now I want to get a, a NFL player's opinion on the whole thing. All right, so we, I have a group text with a yeah. lot of former NFL players. Um, and a couple of them run shows on Fox, on okay. CBS, on NBC. Like, I'm not going to say names because I'm going to say some stuff. Right, 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 right. Here's where we're at. Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Was he right? Absolutely. He was right. Colin Kaepernick stand behind, stood behind what he wanted to get across. Is he right? Absolutely. He's right. Colin Kaepernick then made media appearances and Nike and everything. Was he right? Absolutely. But again, this is not about Kaepernick's job. The, the point of all of this was about black men getting unjustly killed. Yep. So if that's the point, then Colin, we don't give a fuck about your job. This is about you starting something now. Do you deserve a statue? I believe you do. Yeah. But we are past your job. If this is what you stood up for, which again, I'm going to be bold enough. People ain't going to like it. I I might get some, it ain't going to be fair. Colin Kaepernick didn't turn down that damn money they just gave him. That's the other point I was going to get to. Yeah. Alex Kaepernick did not explain, the same hey, explain that for people that, that don't know. About. Explain that for people that don't know. So Kaepernick sued the NFL. Yeah. Basically saying that they had conspired against him, which let's say it's true. Right. 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 But the word is, let's, I will give a large range, anywhere between 20 and $15 million he took. Wow, so he, I thought it was he didn't get he didn't get that much. I, I heard I heard the, the settlement was ten million dollars, and that the lawyers got through. No, no, no. Eric Reed got ten million. Eric Reed got ten million. The dude that still plays with Carolina Panthers okay. still taking checks from the same white boys. He swears that God is racist. Yeah, He's still taking a check from them. Right. And again, I play for owners. I won't say which one that I could have swore was racist. I sure collected that check. No. Absolutely. And, and I just Googled her. Her name is Nessa. Nessa is bad. At the Nessa, yeah. So what I'm saying is Colin Kaepernick took the, let's say at the low end, it was 20 because Kaepernick got more than 10. I promise you. 
I promise you. I man. sure hope so. That ain't what I heard, but I hope so. No, nah, bro. I promise you. So you got to think he sued for future, future money. Uh-huh. Now, if Kaepernick was a starter the year before, took the 49 Super Bowl, blah, 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 all the stuff he did, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's ousted when he takes a knee. So he has two games, but he doesn't count that because he's talking about what the ramifications was when he took a knee. So from that point, he sued for a lot of money. You got to think, what is the, the, the highest paid quarterback today is making $20 million a year? I think about thirty. <laughs> Okay, so you think you think they gave him ten? No chance. And the NFL is the biggest business besides Amazon and Apple. Right. You think in order to shut him up, they gave him ten? Nah, they didn't. Here you go. And then he picked up a Nike endorsement, which they raised his endorsement. Come on, bro. Yeah. Kaepernick's making more than 99.99999% of America. Right. And he's still worried about a job. Listen, you made a stance, bro. And we all appreciate it because you brought something to the, the planet's attention that was wrong. And you were right for doing it. But when you uh, do it, you're right, did, did Martin Luther King say, did Martin Luther King said, I'm going to march to get a bigger church? Right. No. This was about the people. Yeah. Martin Luther King didn't say, I'm a march in order to be the, the, the best pastor ever. He didn't do that. Right. Nor did Malcolm X, nor did anybody who I, I consider slightly, I'm not putting him in the same category. I'm just giving examples of people who stood up for injustice. Yeah, right? you're, you're right, though. I, I, I listen to Stephen A. Smith, but you're right. I just Googled it. They, they, gave, him, they gave him between 60 and 80 million in the settlement. Okay, so I was short. Yeah, I, right? thought, I, I thought it was ten million. <laughs> I don't know where I got that ten million. Yeah, no, nah, bro. Like the NFL don't don't deal in ten. Ten million is for Billy Miller, for just <laughs> a player. Ten million ain't for cap. Somebody who's a thorn in their side. They they wrote a check to get rid of him. Now again, <laughs> so let's go back to the original question when you talk about Jay Z. Yeah. Jay Z does Jay Z. Jay Z who who has done. If you think about what Jay-Z has done for the black community, him and Beyonce, are you kidding me? Right. I'm not sure many people in the celebrity world, I'm not talking about business people, I'm not talking about Oprah, I'm not, but, but, but from, a, from, from a rap standpoint, and an R&B standpoint, and a music standpoint, not many people have done more than Jay-Z and Beyonce. X. Right? So, so then you look, you look at what he's done. And then now you think Jay-Z, hold on, capital letters again, because I need Jay-Z needs to call Kaepernick and get his approval? Exactly. Nigga, you don't get out of here. He was doing it before you Kaepernick. Beat it, right. Bruh, you did something that was appropriate at the time. But it, like Jay-Z said, I wholeheartedly agree. And I'll get to my point. We have to get past the knee. Right now, they do the sideline, they don't film the dudes that are taking a knee. Why? They're just, erasing it. Yeah, exactly. So the, the, just told people that. They control the media. So if they say, listen, don't don't film that no more. So now you think no players are taking a knee anymore. Why? Because they don't film it. They don't film You're it. You're not being on film. Right? Yeah. So then you look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z's going in now. Did Jay-Z work the Rock Nation joint? 
Did Jay-Z, Jay-Z work it out for the best business opportunity? Again, Jay-Z told us 10 years ago, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Mm-hmm. Right? He told right. you. Right. Of course it's about business. He's the first billionaire. Him and Beyonce can do whatever they want. Right. But at the same time, Jay-Z, like, between Meek Mill, Lil Wayne, black community, inmates, ain't nobody doing what Jay-Z's doing. Cap for right. damn sure ain't. Right. No. You're not doing what Jay-Z's doing for the community. So right. this is what I would say. Everybody shut up and give the man a chance. Because he possibly, there is no more influential black man to me in America besides Barack Obama. Get a man a chance. Yeah. Wow, Let's see what he can do. I guess I'm gonna have to Let's go see what he can do. football this season, huh, Billy? It's okay if I start watching again. <laughs> I, listen, I can't. I'm, tomorrow I'm about to watch preseason games. Yeah. For one, I got homeboys that play, but but they say baseball's America's pastime. Football makes twenty-seven thousand times more than baseball. Ain't nobody uh-huh. watching no damn baseball. Ain't nobody got four hours to watch one hit. Ain't nobody got time for that. For real. And you know what? I just you don't even have to be an athlete to play baseball. Like, ain't nobody time for that shit? I got to go back real quick because you made a point. You said, I'm just Billy Miller. That's a sentiment that they gave Billy Miller. And I don't want our listeners to fall away listening to Billy Miller. Billy Miller has made football history. If you know anything about the Houston Texans, he made their first touchdown ever. 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 Don't. That's history, Billy. How'd that make you feel, I, Billy? NFL history, Billy. <laughs> That that one play uh, kept me in the league a lot a lot longer than I felt I deserved to be. Oh, but wow! At, Come on. at the same time, no, being super humble. But at the same time, the other thing is, people play football for different reasons, mm-hmm. right? You're motivated by something. Most of the time, athletes are motivated, but motivated by what? Money. 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 Right. Yeah. Billy was motivated by fear. I was petrified of getting cut. I got cut seven times. Played 11 years and got cut seven times. I was motivated by not being enough. Cherry, you know, I was motivated by not, even though my my dad passed away um, at the second year of my NFL career, I was always petrified of not living up to his expectations. Baby. I played off of fear. You did. Billy's dad, the NFL was definitely Billy's dad's dream. And the fact that daddy, yeah, the fact that daddy lived long enough to watch his baby go to the NFL was every day. Man, that's, hey man, I I, I, I never experienced being an athlete on that level, but some of my best memories growing up is because my grandfather meant so much to me. Me hitting a home run and him seeing it or me hitting the winning shot and him seeing it. I mean, it was like seventh grade, fifth grade stuff, but for him to be there, man, like that means, especially now. I got I got a question I want to ask you, though. You ever, see this yeah. TV, you ever seen this TV show called The Game? I have. Okay. is I have never been to an NFL game before. No, wait, I take that back. I've been to one. We got kicked out. We were tailgating mm-hmm. in this game. But is the NFL um, – is it is being an NFL player anything similar to what the game was like? None of that. What, what's the show The Rock is on on HBO? Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I have never seen. I've only seen clips. I've seen it. 
let, let's take let's take all of these shows. <laughs> these shows are dramatized. Shit, okay. Cherry, you can speak on this better than me. These shows are dramatized on the best and the worst. Okay. Right? So they're gonna show dudes doing cocaine. They're gonna show dudes beating their wives. They're gonna show dudes leaving their wives. They're gonna show neglecting your kids. Then they're gonna show the 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 dude with 17 gold chains. They're gonna show the dude who's a superstar. They're gonna show they're not showing the the, the other 80%. Yeah. The other 80% is normal people who just have a fantastic job. Right. None of all these shows are full of shit. Because you know what? <laughs> the real show would be boring. The yeah. real show would be Billy Miller waking up at 5 a.m., cooking breakfast for his family before they wake up. Aww. Me going to work. Me going into film rooms. Me staying late with Drew Brees and watching film. Me getting home and cooking dinner again for my family. Mm. And then me studying my playbook till midnight before I go to bed and wake up again at 5 a.m. That's boring. Yeah. And, right. I, heard, but and that, I heard Drew Brees. That's 80% of the league. And I heard Drew Brees is in the film room all the time. Drew, Drew Brees is the godfather of my kids. Dope. Uh-huh. Dope. So, so, like, that's my guy. Dope. Brees, I, I'm in Drew Brees' book, and not because I'm, I'm dick riding, sort of say. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying it to be funny or cute or, or to get right. notoriety. That's my guy. Yeah. Right? So when, when you look at... Like, when you pick a godfather, right. you're, you're picking someone who exemplifies things that you want your kids, heaven forbid, something to happen. You want someone who exemplifies what it means to be a man, a hard worker, a good, a, a, a good person, a, a, a good citizen. All that, that's true breeze. And I, again, I ain't dick right. But, like, when you talk about a person... There is no one better. Yeah. That's there is not a like. So forget the film room stuff. Listen, my man's about to be forty. He's about to. He's, he's going to play twenty years in the NFL as a quarterback. Just like he has every NFL record known to man. Yeah. Amazing. Right. I don't want to cut you and guys off about you, Bree, Go ahead. But our, our minutes are ticking, and we got another guest coming. Cherry, we, we might need to turn this to a part one and part two. We got you to talk about, Cherry. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. And we definitely will have to have you come back. Welcome to Cherry's World.